Kamanzi and I are doing the book launch that Saturday night, January 16th, and that is a free event. We're saying, hey, anybody, everybody, come here. Kamanzi speak. He's coming all the way from Maui. We're you know doing the book launch. And then if you choose to, if you want, if you're, especially if you're coming from up north and it's cold and it's, it's nice and warm here in South Florida, stick around and, and maybe consider joining us for that mastermind on Sunday. This will absolutely be worth your time. It is investment. And that's a page that we're going to put up. We're going to blast that out here pretty soon. But yeah, it's an opportunity to spend the day with Kamanzi and I and really get focused on your goals for 2016. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Join us, not from Maui today. Kamanzi, you're all over the world. You're like Carmen San Diego. Kamanzi Constable, it's always good to have you on the show. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for having me. I'm joining you live from Panama City, Panama. Not Panama City, Florida. No. Nope. Panama City, actual Panama, right? <laughs> no, it's a little bit of a different, although they do use the dollar here as their currency, so. I don't know Interesting. They use U.S. dollars. Yeah, they have the Panamanian Balboa, but apparently that has no paper money. So for their paper money, they use a dollar and the coins, they use the Balboa. Is the Panamanian Balboa a tribute to Rocky? It might be, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, a bad it's, <laughs> it's one for one. So even if they had paper money, it'd be the same as a dollar, like one for one. Fair enough. So you just got there, uh, what was that, yesterday or today? I got there last night. Yesterday. Last night, of course. Uh, if people listen to this, um, you know, that's going to be uh, in the future, of course. And uh, you're doing some consulting and some speaking. What, what's going on down there? Yeah, I'm doing some training, some speaking, consulting. It's all kind of the same thing at an amazing company down here. They hired me to, to come down here and, and talk about building a brand with authenticity. And of course, They found me because that's probably the number one question somebody has. Like, how'd you get that? Well, they found me through my entrepreneur magazine articles. They were um, reading articles on there and saw me. I had written about branding. They looked me up and made an offer. So it goes back to what you and I have talked about several times, Jared, was just getting that exposure. So I think this does tie into what our topic is for today. And people are wanting to know, how are these things possible for you, Kamanzi? And I think the deeper question that we see over and over and over again that we're going to attempt to tackle today is how to figure out what you want to do with your online business. I think uh, that that is the starting point. And that question is something we're seeing on Twitter. We're seeing it on email. So let's just tackle that today, Kamanzi. I know we could talk branding. We could talk about a number of things. But how do we figure out what we want to do with our online business. So, so let's just start there. For me, and then I'll ask you, Jared, for me, it's always a question of who do you want to help and what do you want to help them do? And at its simplest form, that's pretty much the question you're asking yourself because there are certain people that pick a topic based off of profitability. Like I'm going to go into this market because it's a profitable market, right? They do their research and they find the niche and they do all that. And then there's others that struggle, kind of try a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, if you're going to build a solid foundation for your business, something that that helps people, something that you have a passion for, and passion is not all you need, but it is important. So like when you're doing the niche business thing, I think that's good and that's fine, but the passion is not there and you're not going to pursue it in the same way. So when you ask yourself, who do I want to help? You know, who is that? For me, it was very simple. I wanted to help me. I wanted to help the 
working man or woman because that's who I was. I was a working man or woman for 12 years. I didn't touch any of this stuff. I didn't understand this stuff. So when I thought about who I wanted to help, I wanted to help somebody who is just like me because I know what they are thinking. I know what they're feeling. I know what they're going through. And I know how hard it is for them to see that anything is possible and better in their life. So it was instant. That's what I want to talk to. I want to talk to the working man and woman. That's who I want to help. And what I wanted to help them do, I wanted to help them get freedom in their life. I wanted to help them escape jobs that they hated. I wanted to help them have do better in their relationships. I wanted to help them with their health because the health is sometimes uh, something that gets neglected. So that's who I wanted to help. And that's what I want to help them do. So you're going to have to ask yourself, who is it that you want to help? And it might be several groups of people. Maybe just start there. That's a good starting point. You don't have to have it narrowed down and figure out into a perfect two-liner when you're just starting out. It might take some time to really work through who you want to help, but it is a process of getting honest with yourself, who you want to help and what you want to help them do. Jared, I I think of a really good example of this with our uh, mutual friend and, and somebody who's been on the show, I believe. Oh yeah, we were on the show together, Matthew Lovell. Yep. Yeah, we were on the show episode together. And so Matthew Lovell started out wanting to kind of help people be the best versions of themselves. But then as he thought about what he was really passionate about, he's really passionate about the restaurant business and really about restaurant tours, because that's kind of a, a business that he works in. But more than that, he was passionate about helping them connect with each other, kind of building a, a community of sorts. So now what he's building, he's building this community for restaurant owners to come together kind of in a mastermind form, talk about practices, to talk about what's working and what's not. He's made some connections in that industry where he's got his first few people that he's connected with and he's got them in there in the mastermind and they're talking and everybody's giving each other advice. So when he really sat down and thought about who he wanted to help, it was people in the restaurant industry. That's why, and he wants to help them connect with each other and be better at their businesses. So it took some time to figure that out for them. And it takes some time for other people to figure out what they want to do. But who do you want to help? What do you want to help them do? At the basis, that's the question that I always ask people. I love a lot of things that you said. I had John Acuff on the show back when Startup House was, you know, brand new. And this was a question that came up with John. And John said, you know, one of the best ways you figure out what you want to do is by doing stuff. And you're not going to know until you've been through some various things and tested some different things. You say, hey, I like writing or I like this specific niche or I like this type of work. And I think a lot of that goes into, you know, what are some of your strengths? You said yourself, come on, you know, who you want to help, but also what are you going to do to help them? And I think one of the better ways you can help somebody is if it's something that you're already really good at and you have a developed skill. And so I, I think a couple things came to mind. Not to get all preachy or anything, but <laughs> there's a verse in First uh, Corinthians ten twenty three, and it talks about you know everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. And while I'm not uh, getting on a tangent here in terms of, of talking about Bible verses, I think that mindset applies to this. Is there's a lot of things that people could go do, but just because you could do it, you know, it's that that attitude or that mindset of you know should you do it or could you do it, and then should you do it. So I like that acronym for focus, the word focus. You follow one course until success. And yeah, that doesn't mean, you know, that 
just the one thing is always going to be the only one thing. I'm sure there'll be variations and some different uh, spinoffs and some different doors that open up. But I do like that idea of once you are figuring out what it is that you're strong at, something that uh, you have a skill in that is valuable to someone else, how you can help, as Kamanzi has already said, how you can help them. You just kind of follow that course and you stay on that course and you shift accordingly. And the people that typically are the ones who have success as they you know, stick to that path are the ones who persist through the failures. And you and I have had shows where we've talked about failures. Recently, I, was, I got to hear this smart goals. This is nothing new, but it, it was reminded to me at one of the talks on the podcast cruise. And uh, SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. And, and Kamaza, you work with a lot of clients, and I know you're helping them with their goals. What advice are you giving to them when they're saying, hey, I think I've got this focus now. I think I know who to help. Uh, this is my skill set. This is how I want to help them. How are you helping them? Or what advice are you giving in terms of creating those SMART goals? And then after you figure out, because that's, I think that's the key where a lot of people are stuck because Jared and I have heard it over and over again. But then after you think that you have that idea, you think, you know, then it's time to do what John Acuff said and, and start doing stuff. So whether right. it's putting up that website and probably the suggestion that I would give, and I don't, I think Jared would agree with this is maybe get a website in your own name, because that way, if you do decide to change directions, it should work out fine. But if you get something that's like specific, like yoursoccercoach.com and you decide you don't want to be a soccer coach anymore, <laughs> that's going to be, that's going to be awkward. So yeah, I love soccer, but I really want to work with restaurant people. Well, yeah. Okay. You, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe you need a different website. I know that totally makes sense. Um, yeah. And it's funny you bring that up because in a sense, I'm, I'm actually dealing with that. So I'll, I'll have a little uh, moment of candid open talk here. Start the doubts which is a podcast now that you, you and I have been hosting for a while and, and it seems to do fine. I'm realizing that there's other things that my hands have been involved in, such as podcast movement. And then, of course, you and I have the book Stop Chasing Influencers. And you know, I think writing is, in terms of writing books, that's something that I'm going to continue to pursue and do. And so it, it is going to make sense for me to have jaredeasley.com and not just kind of you know be all in on starvedoutouts.com. And so I've had several conversations with uh, Anthony Tran from Marketing Access Pass. He's actually helping me do the update to Starve the Doubt. So that's a quick little Easter egg for listeners is the uh, website's going to be redone. It's going to look much better, in my opinion. So yeah, the site's going to look better. But yeah, well, that was something that we talked about. I was like, hey, and, and you know, kind of this next tier in 2016 is going ahead and putting together jaredeasley.com for some of these other things that really don't have anything to do with the podcast. So I, I actually, I'd love to hear what you think about that, Kamandi. Yeah, I think it's a great move. I've witnessed it several times where people have, they have their name domain and they just decide to change directions like three or four times. It's it's so much easier. But yeah, I think your rebranding is going to be great because Star of the Doubts is, you know, it's one of your brands, but it's just one. You got Podcast Movement, that's a whole nother brand and the books that you write. And so, yeah, I think it's going to be a great move for you and a great place to put all of your brands in one place. <laughs> and Jared yeah. and I, we get kind of iffy with stuff like those technical marketing terms. I'm not a big fan of those things. So you have KamanziConstable.com, but then you have different classes. You have different books like you know your, your book, Are You Living or Existing? I, uh, to my knowledge, and maybe I'm wrong, you don't have a website that's just specific to that book, right? No, no, not a website, just a domain. 
So, so you maybe have a domain. I would. My guess is that forwards over to Kamanzi Constable or Correct. Amazon or how does that work? Forwards over to the book page at KamanziConstable.com. And I have all, right, all so, my stuff is on one site. Okay, so we we've talked about how to figure out what you want to do, you know, with your online business. So I think you know that advice is who do you want to serve and how are you going to serve them? And and if we're talking about how are you going to serve them, what what are the skills that you have developed that you can you know, that you can do that. And then as Kamanzi said, and, and John Acuff said, it's, it's time to get busy. It's roll up the sleeves. It's time to get to work. And not everything is going to be perfect and not everything is going to happen in six months time or even two months time. <laughs> you know, and, that, and that's an, a common thing. I think people get frustrated, Kamanzi, because they thought this online business stuff was just going to happen overnight. Yeah. It's amazing how long it can take. <laughs> I remember my first dollar, first few dollars was I sold my book, Tales of Work, for it was four ninety eight at the time. And it was the first time a stranger bought it. And it was like three months after the book came out. And then the next time I made any real money wouldn't be till like eight months. So it does take time. It's not quick. There's a lot of hype that makes it seem like you can make money really quickly, but it's not always the case. Not to say that you can't, because you can't. There are always exceptions to the rule, but generally, you know, you're building a foundation here. So if you're picking the topic first, then you're, as we talked about, you're setting up the website, possibly in your name, and then you have to build an audience, which Jared and I have talked about several times on the show, how you build an audience, but going out there, getting exposure, serving the community, letting people know that you're here and this is what you do. And then it's creating things to sell. And there's a lot of there's a lot of information about that out there, a lot of contradictory information. But basically, when you're creating things to sell, you're kind of thinking about the problems and the struggles of your audience, and you're creating those things that help them with those struggles and problems. And Jared mentioned this several times. If there's something that your audience is asking for, they're talking to you about a lot, maybe that's an indication that, hey, that's something I need to create that's going to help my audience. And then you have to sell. And selling is is a struggle for a lot of people, isn't it, Jared? Oh, yeah. I mean, I struggle with it. I, I know a lot of people do. I mean, there, there's certain things that like we don't necessarily struggle with selling a ticket to an event like podcast movement. But when it comes to, hey, this is me, this is Jared Easley, I'm the brand, I'm the, you know, the responsible party here. That's where some of that self-doubt has crept in. And, and you know, those are things that even I work through. Yeah. Even if something as simple as posting on Facebook about your coaching program or class that you're doing or or whatever, that even brings on like a little anxiety, much less putting together the big bang sales funnel, blah, 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 and videos and all that good stuff. That just brings on anxiety for most. It's still even four years later, Jared, I still feel weird about that kind of stuff. I still feel weird every time I send something to my email list saying, hey, this class is open or hey, buy Stop Chasing Influencers through our Kickstarter campaign. That stuff still feels kind of weird for me, even at four years later. Well, we've had smart people on the show to kind of help us talk about different sales topics. So if if sales is something that you're wanting to um, further develop, I I think uh, some previous episodes you could look at is the one with Jeffrey Gittimer. He wrote the uh, Little Red Book of Sales. Of course, Donald Kelly the sales evangelist. And of course, his podcast, the sales evangelist is, 
is just really good stuff. There's a number of really good sales podcasts out there, but uh, yeah, Kamanzi and I we're human too, man. We don't we don't have it all right. We don't have it all perfect. Kamanzi, you've seen tremendous growth. I'm starting to see some little wins here and there, which has been a tremendous source of encouragement to my wife and I. But we're not anywhere near, you know, this, uh, okay, just sit back and, and take it easy, you know, kind of <laughs> lifestyle that some people pretend to have. And um, yeah, I, I think for me, it, it's right now, it's just continue to be diligent, continue to do the things that I, I believe I'm supposed to be doing, you know, I feel called and compelled to do. And um, I believe that the process of that, as long as I'm being smart and I'm not uh, just being foolish and reckless, I think those things are going to eventually yield <laughs> fruit. I really do. So, But that said, I think there's times when you don't want to spin your wheels. And I heard recently, and I'm trying well, to remember who you're, you're kind of good at. Experience is one thing to consider as well when you're thinking about your topic. Maybe there's something you experienced and now you want to, to talk about that. You want to learn more about that. And you want to help people with what you went through. Yeah. I do think one strategy I've seen you do, Kamanzi, and we, we did this initially with podcast movement is Try to test before you just go all in and create something. And and I've seen you do this. Come on, you'll put up a landing page or a sales page, something real simple, and you'll say, "Hey, this is going to happen. This is a class, or this is something that we're doing. It's going to go over this, this, and this." And then if people buy it, you do it. And if people don't buy it, then you don't spend all that time creating something that nobody wanted. So I think there's a lot of wisdom in number one, finding out what people want, as you've already mentioned, and then offering something. And then if you have enough people that, you know, commit to it, then you do it. And there's a lot of people that just spend all this time creating something and then they realize, well, nobody wanted it. And uh, there's ways to avoid that. Well, Jared, should we tell them in the spirit of transparency, Jared and I are going to be testing this out ourselves, right? <laughs> Coming up here pretty soon. <laughs> well, OK, so let's hear your perspective on this, because uh, I mean, I, I certainly have my own views, but go ahead. Yeah, we're going to be Jared and I'm coming to Florida in January. I'll be there on January 16th to speak at the podcast South Florida Meetup. And it's going to be, I'm going to be talking there, but it's really going to be Jared and I celebrating the book. Our publisher is going to be there. We're going to have some books. We're probably going to have some cake because <laughs> you need cake. <laughs> so we're going to have some cake. But, yeah, they, I think uh, cake is normal at a book uh, launch, right? That's what I'm told. Definitely. So. Cake, cake <laughs> at Kamanzi's book launch. <laughs> yeah, cake makes the world better, right? I think it does. Yes. So next day or weekend, Jared and I are going to be hosting a mastermind, like a one-day mastermind for anybody that's in the area or wants to drive there, that wants to come. And we're going to talk about some very specific things from the book, some very specific things about building an online slash lifestyle business. We're going to get into some of the very specific the things that people always ask us about and that we can't really cover in depth in a 20, 30 minute podcast, but we're going to get in depth in the mastermind. And so we're going to test out the idea. We're going to put up a page. We're going to tell everybody what it is and we're going to see who signs up. And that's how we're going to test to see if this is a good idea. Yeah. And if no one signs up, then we're, Kamanzi and I are just going to hang out, <laughs> which is uh, something I'm happy to do. But to your point, Kamanzi, I mean, we're, this is a calculated test and, and I'll explain. We have a awesome venue here in Fort Lauderdale that is a co-working space. It's called uh, General Provision. And they have been super generous to the podcast meetup community that we have here. 
And so Kamanzi and I are doing the book launch that Saturday night, January 16th. And that is a free event. We're saying, hey, anybody, everybody come here. Kamanzi speak. He's coming all the way from Maui. We're, you know, doing the book launch. And then if you choose to, if you want, if you're, especially if you're coming from up north and it's cold and it, it's nice and warm here in South Florida, stick around and, and maybe consider joining us for that mastermind on Sunday. This will absolutely be worth your time. It is investment. And that's a page that we're going to put up. We're going to blast that out here pretty soon. But yeah, it's an opportunity to spend the day with Kamanzi and I and really get focused on your goals for 2016. I think this is one of the best ways to kick off the new year. Of course, we're biased because it's us uh, working with you one-on-one and we enjoy that as opportunities, but we're putting it out there. We're going to see if that's something that people want and we'll find out yes or no. Exactly. We're, we're testing the idea, which is something that you can and you should do with your things. So when you think you know what the topic is, why don't you go ahead and test it out, see, test the water, see if it's right for you, see if it's what you really want to do. And I've been there, Jared. I tested out a number of things before I ever, I ever settled on writing and speaking. I was a, a telemarketer for a while. I did network marketing for a while. I was a wedding event planner for a while. All of this before I ever wrote that first book. Well, now, in transparency too, continued transparency, I still have a consulting job that has nothing to do with this online stuff. It has nothing to do with books. It has nothing to do with podcasting. And I'm doing it because, you know, I have money coming in from that that I don't have coming in from these other things yet. So I think that's another thing to consider too is, uh, you know, there's some people that say, hey, I'm ready to go all in on online business. Well, you need a plan right? <laughs> you don't even just jump into something without a plan. Kamanzi said that time and time again, he's right. So for us, you know, I'm, I'm doing consulting work that gives me flexibility to continue to build the other side of the business. But it, this consulting work leverages a skill that I already have that's marketable and that, you know, makes me money to tie me over in the meantime. That may be you. Maybe you need to have a flexible contracted consulting thing where you're working with a company or working with a previous employer you know, and, and you continue to, you know, do that role while you build whatever it is that you feel led to do. There's a lot of variables, a lot of things. I know people are going to have questions. Come on to you. What, what's a way that they can kind of send us over their questions if they want to, you know, ask something else beyond this episode? I think Twitter is probably the best because we're not connected with everybody on Facebook. So if you tweet at Kamanzi, so K-I-M-A-M-Z-I-C, as in the letter C like cat, at Kamanzi C, or at Jared Easley, just tweet to us and ask us a question and maybe put like, what, what should be a good hashtag so we could help identify these, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag help my business. I don't there know. You go. How about that? Yeah, that sounds hashtag good. Hashtag help my business. And now, and I, I do want to mention, Kamazi and I have a private Facebook group. It is the Stop Chasing Influencers Facebook group. Now, that Facebook group is not for just somebody to come in and just, just hang out. That Facebook group is for people that are saying, I want to raise my hand. I want to help Kamanzi and Jared with this upcoming book launch, with this Kickstarter campaign. I believe in the message of Star of the Doubts. I believe in the message of Stop Chasing Influencers. You know, I love what Kamanzi's doing. That's me. I want to support that. I want that, you know, to get out there. If that's you, if you're sitting there listening to this now and you're saying, hey, I, you know, that's the community that I want to be in. I want to be supportive and I want to help. This is how you can do it. You can join that Stop Chasing Influencers email list. Kamanzi, where can they access that? You can go to stopchasinginfluencers.com and you can sign up there right on the homepage. Or you could just search in Facebook for Stop Chasing Influencers. The Facebook group will pop up. 
I don't think there's many stop chasing influencers Facebook groups, but you can do that. We we are the only one. But be mindful that if that's uh, if you're asking to join that Facebook group, what you're really saying is I'm not joining a free Facebook group. I'm I'm going to buy your book. I'm going to help you launch the book. I'm going to support your Kickstarter campaign. I'm going to be a part of a community. That's what you're saying if you send us that request to join that group. So I do want to give that fair warning. Kamanzi, is there any other final thoughts you want to add? I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff about setting, uh, you know, having that focus, that following that one course until success. We talked about setting smart goals, how you can be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. But there's a number of, of nuggets that you've thrown in there. Uh, any final parting words? I would say don't get frustrated. That's the one thing Jared and I have seen. We've talked with um, some listeners. We've heard it. People are frustrated. They're like, I tried this and I've thought about that and I'm frustrated. I don't know what to do. Give yourself a minute just to take a deep breath. Ignore all what you normally hear about niching down is the way to go and there's money in the niche and all that stuff. Just ignore all that. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath and just think about who you want to serve. Think about who you want to serve and think about that community and the ways that you want to help them and start there. But don't get frustrated to the point where you do not take action because frustration can either help you or it can hurt you. And for too many people, it hurts them into not taking action. So don't let it keep you from doing something that you really want to do in life. If the mastermind event that we discussed and the book launch party is something that interests you, that's January 16th and 17th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. If you want more information on that, you can tweet to Kamanzi at Kamanzi C or Jared Easley at Jared Easley. Uh, Kamanzi, thank you again, man. Thanks for having me. And um, Panama is a very humid city, kind of like Florida in the summer. It's very humid here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, enjoy. I know you're going to work on your tan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You win. (laughs) You win. After you think that you have that idea, you think you know, then it's time to do what John Acuff said and, and start doing stuff. So whether right. it's putting up that website and probably the suggestion that I would give, and I don't, I think Jared would agree with this, is maybe get a website in your own name, because that way, if you do decide to change directions, it should work out fine. But if you get something that's like specific, like yoursoccercoach.com, and you decide you don't want to be a soccer coach anymore, <laughs> that's, going to be, that's going to be awkward. 